The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn to create a growth agenda to get your business on the right track and keep it there. Rev up your growth engine with exceptional talent and develop the right kind of leadership to move it forward fast. Now, here is Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to The Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders on how to take your company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marcia Zidal, your Smart Moves Coach, getting you on the right track, keeping you on the right track, and making sure you don't get sidetracked in your drive for purpose, performance, and profitability. Let's start with a Smart Moves quote from Steve Wynn, Chairman of the Board and CEO of Wynn Resorts. He said, Human resources isn't a thing we do. It's a thing that runs our business. Yes, Steve runs a big enterprise, but what if you're an entrepreneur or small business owner? How do you make sure that HR is effective in running your business? My guest today is Suzanne Lemon, CEO of Dynamic Corporation Solutions, who calls herself an HR evangelist for small business. Listeners, do you have insomnia because of the many laws and regulations that affect your business? Do you have problem employees that are hard to deal with or even fire? Do you know how to protect yourself and your organization from big potential risks? If you want to know the answers to these and other critical HR issues, Suzanne will give us practical advice on how HR can help your organization be more productive and profitable while lowering the risk. Welcome, Suzanne. It's delight to have you on the show. I'm very excited to uh, be here, and uh, small business is certainly the growth engine for our country, so... I'm committed to helping uh, small business grow their business, and in order to do that, we've got to deal with people issues. <laughs> yes, you and I understand that. So let's start with what are the most pressing HR issues that small business owners are facing today? Well, I think if you talk to any small business owners, um, you're going to hear uh, a, a common theme, and, and one of the first item they're going to talk about is finding good employees and keeping mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And even though we've just come through a recession, you still hear that. Even during the recession, we heard that. Um, you know, it's hard to find the best people. Uh, Gallup actually did a poll on February 28th of 600 and some small business owners, and and there were 10 items they mentioned, and of those, three were, were or four were very strong HR issues, and those were finding good employees, mm-hmm. motivating staff, mm-hmm. um, dealing with uh, government regulation, and 
uh, 2% of the people had mentioned, of course, um, health care reform. Mm-hmm. So those are the so those are a lot of the pressing issues. Um, you know, the government regulation nightmare is, continues to to go on, and and what we're seeing out there from a trend standpoint is the regulators are starting to um, really pay attention to small business, and we're seeing more and more audits, more and more fines, more and more lawsuits um, for the small business owner that more than we've ever seen before. Wow. So uh, what I find so interesting is that of the 10 top uh, um, issues that small businesses are facing with this very recent Gallup poll, four are HR issues and they're biggies. Um, so where would you like to start with this? Because, um, you know, there's finding good employees, motivating staff, dealing with government regulations and eight, uh, health care reform. Well, let's start with finding good employees. And, you know, um, I think um, one of the things, and you can go online and get thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of articles on how to find good employees. You Google it, you'll find lots of stuff. What I always see missing from that is that we we need to start way before we're looking. We need Mm -hmm. to start at looking at our internal job organization, how we are organizing our business, and Mm -hmm. look at what the job design should be before we even start looking and identifying what skills, knowledge, and abilities people need in order to be able to do that job and do it well. So what happens in small business, we get busy. I'm, I'm a small business owner too. We're, we're crazy busy. And so we got to get somebody. we got to get yeah. a new person or we've got to yeah. fill a job. And so we just go and, and you know, find somebody or, as I like to call it, our cousins, sisters, brothers, <laughs> nephew, right. mm-hmm. you know, is looking for a job. So have them come in and if they can breathe, you know, fog a mirror, let's hire them because we're desperate. Right. And and I I certainly understand that, but we really need to slow that process down. And we need to when we have an opening because someone's left or, or we're adding someone, we need to slow it down and we need to look at that job. And we really need to create a job description. What are we going to have this person do? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. make sure that we thought that through. And just because someone left doesn't mean you 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 shouldn't change that job around. Um, and really spend time on identifying what you need in your business. Then when you're going out to look, you're going to do a much better job. Okay? Right. right. So and I have, that's you know, just, that you see missing from all of the advice online. Right. And one of the things I've seen uh, in this past year is I know several people have been in job search and they apply to uh, a job with a, with a specific job description that they um, are good for. And they go through the interviewing process, and after three interviews, they're told, oh, we're changing the job. So we'll call you back when we, ha- when we decide what we need. What a waste of time. Um, yeah, and, and I think a lot of that is because business is moving so fast. Mm-hmm. And, and it's moving faster than, than systems and processes can, can keep up with it, especially in large businesses. Um, in small business... We're my, where the rubber meets the road. Right, so right. a process like changing a job in a small business doesn't have to take that long. Right. You know? mm-hmm. We just need to take the time to do it. The next thing is that mm-hmm. once we have that job description, coming up with good interview questions right. that mm-hmm. are focused at the job. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll hear me say over and over, job-related. Those mm-hmm. two words, if anybody remembers anything from this interview, it's job-related. Right. Asking job-related questions. If you're, somebody's going to interact with customers, ask them a behavioral-based question that puts them in your situation. Tell me about a time when you had to deal with a customer that wasn't happy or a customer that wanted something that wasn't in their best interest or, or whatever it is for your business. That's going to drive a much better understanding from your perspective on how that person thinks and how they're going to fit into your culture than ask them, tell me about your strengths and weaknesses. And everybody knows how to answer those questions. (laughs) Yes, I've trained people to answer it when I did outplacement. So what's the next thing in hiring um, good employees? Any, Any other hints? Well, you know, the other thing is once you've had, you have your job, your questions and you have your job description, mm-hmm. you know, you need to ask all applicants the same questions. So yes. have three or five questions that you've written down, use that as a guide and ask all of the applicants the same questions. And then when you go back to make the decision, you know, you may pick the cousin's son or whatever, but at least now you can feel good about um, making an educated decision. The other piece of that is don't just hire the first person that comes in. Mm -hmm. Have some ballast. I mean, have at least three candidates so that you know if you're going to pick candidate number one that, okay, this is why I picked him over candidate two or three. And um, I think a lot of times, you know, we're so desperate for somebody and we want them to start tomorrow that we kind of skip that step. Mm -hmm. And then oftentimes we get burned by hiring the wrong person. Right. So how about we move on to another one of the key HR issues, which is, um, because I know this is something you want to talk about, is dealing with government regulations. What are some of the pitfalls? What do they have to look out for? Um, I know you know a lot about this topic. What we're seeing out there and, you know, uh, in every state is, you know, you not only as a small business owner have to deal with federal laws, that apply mm-hmm. to you. And, of course, federal law applies to you based on your size. So mm-hmm. if you're in one category, you have 10 employees. If you have over 20, you're in another category. If you have over 50, you're in a different category. And so different laws will kick in at different sizes as your business grows. That's mm-hmm. hard to keep up with. And then, of course, you have state law. And then depending on where you're located, you may have municipal, you know, your city may have laws. If you're in San Francisco, obviously San Francisco has laws. Um, Some counties have laws. Um, Mm -hmm. We've seen this with minimum wage that's been in the news. So there's a lot to keep track of. The other piece of it is if you're doing government contracts, you have a whole new, another set of regulations. And as I was talking to a client yesterday, you've got to kind of know what your clients require because there may be additional regulations in terms of background checks and, mm-hmm. and drug tests and things like that that are required by the contract you have. So it, it, there's a good reason it's on the top ten list. It's a lot to do when you don't have an HR function in your company. And typically in small business, you have somebody that's doing it part-time, and, and it's hard to keep up with the regulations doing it that way. So what we've done is we've created a service. We have an HR toolkit and an update slash helpline um, service that we offer to small business. And we created that just because... We're, we were seeing so many small businesses getting fined or sued or mm-hmm. have problems getting contracts because they weren't in compliance. So we have about a minute uh, left uh, before our break. 
Uh, what else would you like to um, talk about in terms of HR regulations? And certainly we can come back and, and, and finish it up uh, dur- uh, uh, during the next segment. So what's, what's one thing that you want the listeners to remember? Well, let's, let's talk just for a second about health care. And, okay. and that's about as long as we want to spend on it because <laughs> okay. you, you, there's plenty of information out there on it. The, the thing for small business owners to, I would like small business owners, do not, do not stress over health care, okay? Because right. about the time you stress over it, it's going to change. <laughs> it's already changed so many times. Right. There's, there's no sense in getting all worked up about it. And, um, and you know, what it's going to actually turn out to be, who knows? So oh. th- that's my parting words on that one. <laughs> I think those are great parting words. That will combat some of the stress that these small businesses are, are stressing about. Um, it's time for a short break on the Business Edge with Marcia Zidle, your Smart Moves coach. When we return, uh, Suzanne Lemon will now will go into a very important area, which is how business owners can protect themselves from lawsuits. That's a biggie today. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidle, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. 
Welcome back, listeners, uh, uh, to the Business Edge. This is Marcia Zidle, your Smart Moves Coach. And my guest today is Suzanne Lemon, and she calls herself the HR Evangelist for Small Business. And we just got finished talking about the four top uh, pressing issues for small businesses. And just a quick review, if you're just tuning in, um, one is finding good employees and keeping them. The second was employee motivating staff, which we're going to get into um, in this uh, segment, dealing with government relations and uh, health care reform. But let's focus on one of the big issues that I think small businesses uh, are stressed out about and fear, which is how to protect themselves from lawsuits. So, Suzanne, what practical advice can you give to these business owners? Well, the first thing I want to say is you can't 100%, even if you do everything correctly, you know, avoid lawsuits. But, you know, what we want to do is try to minimize our risk there. Um, and I mentioned in our first segment that. Uh, the words job related are so important, and you know it comes. It's everything. You know, if you're asking an applicant about you know where they're from, you know, and they may be from a foreign country, or or those are things you shouldn't do. And and then you ask yourself, is that a job related question? Not really. I mean, <laughs> it might be nice to know, it might be fun to know, but it's not job related, and it can lead you to um, to problems later on. The, the big issue for small business and really all businesses in general are having processes and having mm-hmm. infrastructure that helps protect you. And some of that infrastructure is things like having a, an application for employment, you know, having forms and processes in place, and having you know, a policy about how you're going to handle things so you're not inconsistent. So we see a lot of, um, obviously, you know, discrimination and, and a lot of other lawsuits because people don't feel like they're being fairly treated. So the way to avoid that is to have infrastructure and policies and procedures, a uh-huh. handbook, application and forms, and then follow that process in infrastructure. The, the fourth area that I would mention is having a relationship with your people. And, you know, you see sometimes when people are suing or they're going to regulators that it's about um, it's all about the money and they don't care about me as a person. And so mm-hmm. having a relationship with your employees and caring about them, and, and, and it does not have to be intrusive, but you should know about what's concerning them and, and making sure you're communicating and basically walking around and knowing what's going on in your work site. Those are very important to, to avoid lawsuits. Um, and then, you know, you've got to have a resource to keep up with the regulations and make sure your policies and procedures and things are following those um, and that you're not doing things that are going to create more liability for your business. You know, these are all great points of how to protect yourself from lawsuits. And one of the questions that I have is, let's say a small business is now growing and they're bringing on new, new managers, let's say. Um, and so, yes, the, small, the business owner knows about this, but how do they create this kind of what I would call culture as they start growing to make sure that everyone's on the same page in terms of, of job descriptions and job-related and um, building relationships with their people? How do you trans- translate that or how do you transfer that to, to new managers? 
Well, and it starts from the owner. I mean, the owner has to decide, and, and, and if you don't have it now, you need to get it. What are the values of our business? What's our mission? What's our vision? What's our values? Uh-huh. And you need to take the time uh, to jot those down and communicate that to all your staff. I mean, the other big issue is training of the managers that come in. Right. That, um, you know, you've got to have some a training guide. That's why in a sm- even the smallest businesses, I like to have a handbook. Uh-huh. And it's not because to restrict what you can do, but a handbook, what it does is it, it's a guide for, that sets expectations for the employees Right, and also helps you as the managers and the owner to decide how I'm going to handle certain situations, and you've decided that before it happens. And you know, it's kind of like vacation. You know, you, you maybe you've got a couple employees, and and you're kind of loose around vacation and things like that. But then you start you start really growing, and you've got additional people. You can't afford to be loose, okay? <laughs> and you yeah. also can't, you know, if you're going to pay for vacation a week or two weeks for one person, you know, what am I going to do about the other person? What about these three new people that haven't been with me? And thinking that through before they ask, because you know they're going to ask, mm-hmm. is really critical um, not only to, you know, protect you, but also to ensure your profitability. So, you know, the biggest thing as you grow is to add that infrastructure in there and to put in policies and forms and things that, um, that are tools to help you communicate with your employee and, of course, performance management as well. I mean, right. some way of, of doing it in writing um, and documenting how people are performing um, is, is another really important tool for you to use to protect yourself but also to communicate what your expectations are with employees. I, you know, I call it uh, going from the seat of your pants to feet on the ground business management, which is exactly what you're talking about. I'd like to move on to, you know, I, I mentioned that one of the key issues, from, or actually you mentioned that one of the key issues from the Gallup poll was, um, of small businesses was motivating staff. So now we're dealing with generational issues. Um, young, you know, young workers, sometimes uh, we find that young workers are hard to understand and manage. What can you do to have a productive workplace? How do you start, how do you deal with these people and, and motivate them? Well, I think, and I'm a baby boomer myself, and I've got four kids that are, um, let's see, 21 to 25 years old. So I, I, I've lived through, <laughs> I've lived through this <laughs> This, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm constantly amazed at the fact that I've been brainwashing them for their whole life, and yet they still come out just like all the other um, young workers out there. Um, so that should tell us something that, you know, we're not going to be able to change the way they think. They've been wired differently. They've been exposed to different things. They didn't go to the library and use three-by-five cards to do their report. You know, they did Yes. <laughs> they were able to do it on the computer. So... You know, it's a whole different world. What we do know, and and I guess part of my, and I'm a little bit preachy here, is that don't think you're going to find somebody that thinks the way you do because um, that in the new generation doesn't exist. Um, They want to be treated as equals, you know, so you you want to make sure that um, they don't feel um, 
like you're talking down to them. So communication becomes very important. They feel like they have a right to know what's going on. And, and so kind of the old management technique of holding things back, that's not going to work. They have to be challenged on the job. You know, my, my daughter has been on a job for a period of time, and now she says she's bored. And, and you know, she's been there seven months. She's bored already. Um, so the constant challenge, and it doesn't mean they have to move up and be promoted, but just giving them new new things to learn and, and development opportunities are really critical. Um, teamwork is important to the new generation, so they want to be part of a team. And then, of course, jobs have to be fun. If it's not fun, they're not going to stay. So... And that doesn't have to be silly fun. It just needs to be that they enjoy the work they're doing, the people they're working with, et cetera. This is hard work to build a team, especially multi-generational where you have grandma working with the tattooed and, and um, you know, pierced young person. Um, and it's going to involve education on grandma's part, too. So you've got to make sure that all your staff gets to know each other. and doesn't have to be expensive. Um, I'll give a, a, a pitch for the dollar store. You can go to the dollar store and you can get things that you can use for contests and celebrations that can be a lot of fun, that help build team and pull t- think people together. You don't have to spend money on expensive team building and things like that, uh, but you've got to do it. You've got to create opportunities um, for people to get to know each other at, at and more than a superficial level. And... Um... What about, um, we've talked about um, helping the managers understand uh, the young workers. Um, how can we help the young workers understand the baby boomers, or are they really, do, it will, will that not help at all? Have you? Well, I think it does help a little bit when you, you know, it, and, it, and it's, it's the old concept of, you know, if you can walk a mile in my shoes. Right. You know, the, just, getting people to tell about themselves, et cetera. And, of course, in HR, we have to be careful of that because we don't want to be intrusive either. But Uh providing opportunities, and I'll give you a good example, Um, we used to always go out at the holidays and out to eat or we went to a show or something as as kind of our celebration here in our small office. And the employees decided they didn't want to do that anymore. They, They wanted to bring in a dish from their holiday tradition. Mm. And it, it, you know, I'm saying, are you sure you want to go do the work? We can just go out and eat and I'll pay for it. And um, no, they really wanted to do it. And it was great. We've done it two years in a row now. And people tell about the dishes and their grandma, yes. you know, brought it yes. from Poland or whatever it was. And it was, it was a real good way for the younger and the older workers to get to know each other. Um, Even if the I, younger workers brought their stuff from, from the grocery store. And this is a way that is not an intrusive way or goes against um, uh, laws to find out about people. You don't, wanna, you, don't, uh, you don't just say where you're from, but you can find out in these very informal ways. And certainly a lot of relationships are built around food, and I think every culture. So um, do you have anything else you can uh, say about the uh, younger generation and how to work with them? Yeah, I think, um, you know, if, if you start thinking about how they learn things, is so much different than the way we do uh-huh. in, in terms of baby boomers. And the, the fact that they've been in this generation that's so multimedia-oriented and so quick to find out data and things, in two seconds you can Google. So uh-huh. you can Google things. They can find out the laws. They can find out things that you may not even be aware of on the Internet um, 
in in just a few minutes. And so we think about that, and then we come to a workplace that's maybe slower and et cetera. I mean, if you put it in that context, you're going to, you're going to set up your job designs and, and your relationships and your expectations a little bit differently than maybe you have in the past. Well, how about we, uh, if you can hold that thought, because we are going to be taking a short break, um, and when we come back, uh, we're going to move to, uh, listeners, a a very big issue um, is how to terminate an employee, and I'm sure we've all had some, we've sweated that out, because it's not the easiest thing, so Uh, Listeners, stay tuned, and uh, we'll be back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back, listeners, to The Business Edge. Um, This is Marcia Zidle, your Smart Moves Coach, and my guest today is Suzanne Lemon, the HR Evangelist for Small Businesses. And we just finished a a wonderful segment on how to understand and manage the young workers, uh, the millennial generations, and how to... Um, have a productive workplace when you have multi-generations. We're now going to move to another hot topic and a really important topic.
because sometimes we may find the right people or we think we have the right people in the right seats on the right bus, uh, as Jim Collins says, but sometimes they don't work out or they can't grow with your small business. So, Suzanne, talk about terminating an employee. What are the legal ins and outs as well as, you know, how do you do it? Yeah, it's really hard to terminate people, especially in a small business. Um, and a lot of it is emotional, too, because we get to know the people so well <laughs> in small business, and and we learn to care about them. But, you know, one thing that that hampers growth, and we know this, um, in, in small business is loyalty. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're going to get to the second stage of business and get beyond the first stage, you've got to be able to break the bonds of loyalty for people that maybe were there from the beginning, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, what's critical in the, in, in the termination process is, you know, is maintaining the dignity of the person. Right. And we know from lawsuits and um, the Postal Service and <laughs> violence in the workplace and things where people, people's dignity was not maintained. The best way, the safest way, the way to avoid the, the most liability is to have a process. And, of course, mm-hmm. that requires that you, you have, you know, job expectations of some sort. They may be standards or whatever. And then you have a process, typically a progressive discipline process, that you go through with the person where you're letting them know that they're not meeting expectations. And the progressive discipline, and I'm sure most of you have heard, you know, oral warning, written warning, probation or suspension, and then termination. There's no real magic to that other than the fact that you're getting progressively more serious. So Mm -hmm. the first time that you meet with the person, you may say, hey, this report's got these errors in it. Um, Really, when we, you know, we need to get this corrected, and then the person says, sure, I'll correct it. And then the next time they do the report when it's got mistakes again, now we call them into our office, we have them sit down, um, we have something in writing. Ooh, now they know it's serious. A lot Mm -hmm. of times we want to kind of skip this process and just move right to, yeah, why am I wasting my time just going to terminate them? Right. But what, what we're not allowing the, the employee to do is emotionally figure out, and really progressive discipline should be an opportunity for them to improve, and you may be surprised and the person may actually change their behaviors and, and be able to work out. Um, but progressive discipline is critical. What that requires is some kind of process, and you know, performance management, a good job description, has the expectations laid out, the infrastructure that I'm talking about. The other piece is to make sure, and this is a problem and with all small business and management in general, is that we stick with job-related things, okay? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We don't really care about the babysitter, the car didn't start, the bridge was backed up. You know, what we care about, what we're focusing on is the fact the person was late, and because they were late, the phones backed up, no one was answering the phones, customers you know, were upset because the phones weren't answered. Those are all job-related things. How we got there, <laughs> babysitter, husband, wife, bridge, whatever, is really not, we need to treat people like adults. Mm-hmm. And if we do that in the process, it's going to help us not take on their burden. What happens is they come in and you say, hey, you're late again, and they start telling you their problems. Then what do you do? Because we're all problem solvers. We start helping them. 
Right. You know, well, have you tried so-and-so or, you know, blah, 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 blah. No. I mean, we're not their parent. We're their we're peers. We're adults. And so, you know, you focus on the results and the behavior that needs to change, and you keep that a very job-related conversation. So by not taking that on, they essentially terminate themselves if they don't correct their behaviors. Um, it's still going to, may I call them Maylox moments. You're still going to have a stomachache the night before and probably not sleep. It's going to be hard doing it, but they, essentially they've done it to themselves. And we as managers have a tendency to jump in and problem solve and take on that burden. And really it's the employee's burden. And um, the more infrastructure that you have and processes that you follow is going to eliminate your liability and your stress. Um, really good point, and I just have something to add because I was once called in. Um, actually, I did strategic planning, and then they realized that the executive director would not be the pro- uh, proper person for that pos- uh, as they moved on, as they grew. And they wanted to fire that person immediately. And I said, have you done performance appraisals with this person? They said, no. So I said, how can you can't do that? And so... What they did was they did a performance appraisal based on their needs for the coming for the, uh, their growth, and then they presented it to her. They talked to her, and they hired me to co- to coach her. And <clears throat> within the first month, she said, "This is not for me." I, I and she terminated herself, and they gave her a beautiful party, and it was done with dignity. And so you have to start right from the beginning. Um, and, and I think you talked about that, that performance appraisal, performance management, and then the systems in which you use to correct that performance. Um, anything else before we move on to our last question about hiring, about terminating people? I think the, um, the, the other thing you've got to think about is you really need to know where people are coming from right. um, psychologically. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, when, when we kind of go back and look at some of the violence in the workplace cases, what we see is that there were telltale signs that right. something bad was going. And, and there's always the kind of the silent person out there that goes crazy. But in, in almost every case that I've seen, there's been indicators. And if you have a person like that that you need to get rid of, then you've got to be very, very careful and, and get some help at how to go about that to not create, you know, a, a situation in your workplace. Luckily, that doesn't happen all the time, although it seems to be happening more lately. And so anything that you can do to know about what's going on with your employees is going to help you with this process as well. And I think that's a good place to move on to our um, the question, and you know it's, it's sort of a, like a summary here. What are the key management techniques to make HR less stressful? To make HR less stressful for the people involved and for the uh, business owner. Um, so, what thoughts do you have on that? Well, I think education, knowing what what you've got to comply with, is critical. Mm-hmm. And so, you've got to know your own business. Are you are you going to, as you grow, get into government contracts, or are you already a government contractor? If so, there's going to be HR um, issues and rules and regulations that you're going to have to follow at, 
you know, and it may change as you grow and move into different stages. The the other piece is um, educating yourself about, you know, what laws you have to comply with. Um, you need to seek out a partner that um, that will be there as a resource for you to keep you educated, keep you up with changes, and mm-hmm. um, and then you've got to create this infrastructure. I You've got to make an investment in that. If you are a tiny business you ever plan on growing or changing, then don't do it. You know, if you've got your sister and your husband and your brother working for you um, and and everybody's happy and you're not going to grow, then leave that alone. But everybody else needs this stuff. Um, And, you know, as simple as an application, employee handbook, what we've talked about in terms of performance management, a progressive discipline process, files and records are critical. How you set those up, what you keep where, um, you know, all those things, all that infrastructure you need, and it's better to do it sooner than later because later means you've already you've got to go back and retrofit, and it's better to do it if you if you. You've got a business that's viable, and you're moving forward, and you're starting to grow. Now's the time to get that infrastructure in place to help do that growth because that's going to help you to hire better people, get rid of people <laughs> that aren't working out or, or don't fit in the seats on the bus that, since the bus has changed. All those things, do that now. Make an investment in your time and some of your money in order to put these things in place because you're going to have a much better company um, and you're going to have much less stress and, and more profit if you do that. And one other thing, um, you know, a crises happen. Um, as they say about it, um, you know, someone gets hit by the bus. Someone gets terminally ill. And if you only have a – I think this, I've seen this problem is who's going to take over? Um, do you have any thoughts on that, of how they can prepare so that if a key person is, is incapacitated or not there to continue the business? I think that's, um, and I'm glad you brought that up. You know, uh, Richard Covey says, you know, begin with the end in mind, right? Mm-hmm. So what is your plan for your business? Are you going to pass it on to children? Are you going to sell it? Are you, you know... Um, you need to know that, and then you've got to identify who the key players are. If you have a business partner, make sure you have buy-sell agreements. Um, make sure you've thought through and funded by insurance that might pay to replace that person. Um, make As you grow, identifying people that, um, that can move into slots and, uh-huh. and keep continuity um, because – you know, people can get sick or die, but they can also leave. And, That's true, yes. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're seeing, at least um, I'm seeing, a lot more movement in the marketplace. And I think we're seeing that all over the country where people, you know, have kind of sat still during the, during the recession. Now we're coming out of it. They're starting to get antsy. They want to move. They want to do something different. And so that may be the case, too, in your business. So making sure that you have have that thought through is really important. Um, and you know what? I want I, it's going to be time for a short break, and I want to. And and when uh, Suzanne comes back, she's going to talk about how she can tell you how to contact her, uh, a little bit about her HR toolkit, which I'm familiar with, 
and other things that you that she has to offer. So this is um, it's time for a short break uh, on the business edge with Marsha Zidle, your Smart Moves coach. Uh, when we return, Suzanne will um, tell us more about her business, and then it will be Marsha's musings. Stay tuned. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zeidel, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back, listeners, to The Business Edge. This is Marsha Zidle, your Smart Moves Coach. And my guest today is Suzanne Lemon, the HR Vanalyst for Small Business. And she has given us terrific information how HR can be more effective in running your business. And so, Suzanne, I know listeners would want to contact you and find out more about your HR toolkit. So why don't you tell them how to do that? Sure. Um uh, I can be reached at area code 904-278-5383, and if you press 1 right after that, you'll get to my assistant and get to me. Um, we also have a website for the HR Toolkit at thehrtoolkit.com, and my email is slemon, spelled L-E-M-E-N, at dynamiccorp.com with two Cs. 
just a little bit about the HR toolkit. Um, we've been in business for 21 years and um, just discovered that HR, uh, you know, in small business needed everything that the big companies had but couldn't afford it. So what we did was put together um, toolkits based on the size of the organization. We have four of them, 1 to 19, 20 to 49, 50 to 99, and 100-plus employee sizes, and thereby also by state. So what it does and kind of our unique value proposition is that it takes all the guesswork out of it. If you are in that size category, the toolkit um, – is everything you need in compliance with both your state and federal laws and also court cases. So we sell those toolkits that get you up to and includes the application, the handbook, posters, uh, how to set up your files, how long you have to keep documents, performance management forms, uh, job descriptions, all those things. Um, everything you need basically to run HR. And then we have an update service that keeps all that those documents updated. It has an unlimited calling helpline, and also uh, we have webinars um, on key topics uh, to keep you educated and and informed. So uh, we're doing this because we want to help small businesses grow, and it's my belief as an evangelist <laughs> that you know the only way to grow is to have that infrastructure and best practices and actually implement them. So uh, once again, our phone number is 904-278-5383, and you press 1, and um, you can also learn more about the toolkit at thehrtoolkit.com. Well, thank you so much, Suzanne. I just want to make a comment um, as a matter of disclosure. Uh, when Suzanne was in Dallas, I won the HR toolkit, and I gave it to one of my clients, and my clients raves about it. It's a small uh, business owner who's growing her events management company, and um, I, I think it's great. So thank you again, Suzanne. Thanks for having me. It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. Letting go is hard to do. Did you know that nearly half of all new leaders fail in the first 18 months? Many of them were surprised to discover that what got them there, from working nonstop to sweating the small stuff, isn't enough to keep them there. But there's good news. If you want to be a high-performing new leader and not one of the statistics, then what it, what it takes is learning the most effective ways of leading. Most leadership development focuses on building managerial skills such as delegation, team building, communication, performance management, etc. However, most don't deal with habits, skills, or behaviors that new leaders have to let go of particularly those that led to success as individual contributors. So, what does a new leader need to let go of? First, is letting go of insecurity. Remember, you were chosen for this job by people who thought you can do the job. Yes, you may feel insecure inside, but outside you need to reflect self-confidence both in your presence and purpose, even if it doesn't come naturally at first. Second, letting go 
of being the Lone Ranger. You may have advanced here on your own, but now you're only as good as your team. If you have the right people with the right skills in the right positions, the right things will get done. Third, letting go of doing it all, all the time. This may have made you a superstar in your prior position, but all this at this new level, which much, with much more expectations, you'll burn out. Break the cycle of this habit by focusing on the big things that matter, not the little stuff. Fourth, letting go of the urge to control everything. Micromanaging is sure way to fail. It kills the spirit of competent, committed people. Morale goes down, people get disengaged, and mediocrity sets in. Rather, foster team accountability for the outcomes you want. And finally, let go of being in the background. You need to be visible and powerful. Like it or not, your days of being low profile are over. When you're a leader, you act and speak on behalf of your team, department, or company. Become adept at influencing others, whether it's your peers, upper management, or even the media. Here's a smart move tip. Peak performers are often promoted to a managerial position and then left to sink or swim on their own. Therefore, you must take charge of how you show up, stand up, and deliver. As a leader, it requires you to add new abilities and let go of old ones that won't serve you well in your new position. If you want to make sure you're one of the leaders who succeeds, not fail, then get the Effective Manager Series. It will give you 232 practical tips to start working smarter. Business Edge listeners will get a 20% discount on these four handbooks. Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. You're listening to Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. Well, next week's guest is Tom Phillips, president of Effective Agreements, talking about how to enter into business commercial negotiations with confidence, fewer hassles, and most importantly, save money. Tom has over 25 years of commercial experience structuring and negotiating business-to-business agreements with Fortune 500 companies and startups alike. Tune in May 14th at 11 Pacific and 2 Eastern on the Business Channel to hear Marsha and Tom. Here's a Smart Moves tip for the coming week. A growing business needs a high proportion of exceptional performers and a pipeline of talent to move to the next level as the business grows and new opportunities emerge. Have you identified your future leaders? Do you have a plan for them or are you leaving it up to chance? Remember, the Effective Manager Series is a great way to get them up to speed fast on the road to success. To get a 20% discount on these four handbooks, call me at 972 380-9181 or email Marcia M-A-R-C-I-A at smartmovescoach.com Thank you for listening to The Business Edge with Marcia Zidle, the Smart Moves Executive Coach and Speaker, helping entrepreneurs and business leaders take their company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. Innovate, improve, ignite, or die. Make smart moves. 
See you next week. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. Please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And enjoy taking your business to the next level. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 